look forward to retirement and avoid the pitfalls. Keep listening for ways to maximize your retirement income. More Than Money with the Popowich Carmelli Advisory Group, CIBC Woodgundy, on News Talk 770. Lifestyle matters. It's more than money. I'm Faisal Carmelli, my co-host here, Dave Popovich. How you doing, buddy? I'm great, Faisal. How about you? Another great Saturday. Absolutely. Lots to talk about today. Always lots to talk about these days. We're going to hear from a doctor about what Dr. Google might mm. be able to do for you. That'll be interesting. Yeah, we're going to find out whether we have the timing right when we moved into a residential care. And if you're thinking about buying a lakefront property, and who's not thinking about that mm. in Alberta? Really? We have lakes in Alberta? Okay. <laughs> Don't miss our next segment. We're going to talk to a real estate agent about the surprises in that market. For any of you who are complaining about Dave not knowing how many lakes we have in this province, his email address is <laughs> Dave, I don't know where I live, dot com. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'll be, we'll talk about that. Uh, you know, you had an, you'd saw an inter- interesting article um, this week that caught your attention about why women especially should delay taking CPP. Yeah, so let me, let me just kind of prep this up a bit because I think we, we, what you and I have done over the last, let's call it 10 years, have seen the the differences in how people look at their money, and there are differences between personalities, but also differences between between genders. Mm-hmm. and And women have uh, have, for good reason, had to worry about their finances from a mathematical perspective. And here's some of the, the issues that come up purely from a mathematical perspective: the people who raise their children and stay home generally are are women, and so they're out of the workforce for a certain period of time. When it comes to people living longer, it's generally women. And so they've got a longer time frame. They're out of the workforce uh, because of raising children or also taking care of the elderly and their mm-hmm. family or mm-hmm. other loved ones. And so they, their, their pensionable earnings have gone down. And so the concern now is, do I have enough? And for our, our single female clients or, or, or our married female clients, their, their concern is, how long will my money last? And so some of the math that goes behind this is, when do I take my Canadian pension plan. Right. And and so we used to have the conversation of take it as early as possible because we don't know what. We don't know how long we're going to live. And that's still a conversation to have that you need to figure out. Um, are you going to play with, with father time? But when it comes to women, there was one piece that came out of this article that showed the mathematical case for delaying their CPP. And it was clear purely from a mathematical perspective. And some of the math goes as this. If you delay your Canadian pension plan by from 65 to 70, you'll have an increase in your pension amount by 42%. Mm-hmm. So an easy example is if you're 65 years old of age and you're receiving $10,000 a year, by delaying your pension, your CPP, to 70, you will then get $14,200. So that's 42% increase. Now, the concern that people say is I would want the money now. And so we can. We always have to look at a couple things. Mm-hmm. What was interesting, Dave, about this is that they said if you have the gap or to cover that pension to cover from your own savings. So let's say you have, in our example, fourteen thousand two hundred dollars a year for the next five years that you can take out of your portfolio, your savings, and use that for your spending, and then get the CPP at age seventy. Right. That might be worthwhile because. The guarantees of the Canadian pension plan are most likely higher than the guarantees that you would need to get in, let's say, the stock market or the bond market. Right. 
right? So, so your thoughts now? What's when when you sit down with somebody? You're you're dealing with the income bucket. What what are some of the things that you hear from cl- our clients or or for people who are asking you for for your second opinion? Yeah, you know, it's it, it, totally a fair conversation. I would add to that conversation a little bit about, um, you know, we when we talk to clients, we we often hear, "I want a front end my uh, retirement," and so the 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 secondary issue is okay. At sixty five, I'm still young. I'm still, you know, medically in good shape. I'm mobile, and that may change at some point in the future, right? So this this notion, what they underestimate is the longevity of their life, right? We consistently see people underestimating how long they're going to live when we go through financial planning exercises, correct? Okay, and we consistently hear that I'm ner- I'm worried that should I get to age seventy five or whatever eighty my mobility reduces, or perhaps I'm just not quite as comfortable as traveling abroad as I did. So I want to get all that active living done as early as I can in, in my retirement. And that often pushes people towards taking them. That, that's part of that decision about taking the money today. Mathematically, yeah, so just, it's just, not necessarily. Just for our listeners, that a front ending of your retirement means you load up or receive more income now and then reduce the amount of, of income or withdrawal from your savings uh, down the road because you want to in, have a different cost structure. And, and there are research reports that collaborate with right. that idea. Right. Right? Yeah. Now, the, and, and, you know, the spend pattern is often a conversation that we have with people, too. And not to get too complicated in this particular topic, but the question is when you, um, you know, when you're in retirement, what, what does the spend look like? Like, does it... Uh, does it decrease from what your lifestyle was when you were working? Does it go up because you're traveling more? Uh, does it drop later in life? Or does it increase because you've got health care costs? Now, we don't, you know, nobody knows the actual answer to all of those things. But it does, it, it does feed into the conversation. And, and you lead our health bucket, right? So when you're talking to people, family history becomes important, right? It gives us some insights as to what that might look like, what kinds of, of uh, issues, health issues you, you might be facing. Um, but the mathematics is interesting. If we go back to pure mathematics, okay, often it's a little, uh, the math doesn't lie. Let's put it that way. Yeah, and, right? and what I don't want this to sound like is that a one-size-fits-all. So everybody right. needs to get their advice from their tax expert, from their financial advisor, and go through this pro- uh, process. Because if you don't, you're going to make a decision that could potentially um, have less money for you, thousands and thousands of dollars less in your pocket. Over your lifetime. Or overpay in taxes or not have enough money. Like These are decisions, although it sounds like just a decision of CPP to take early or not, I think if you put it in as one piece of the big puzzle, it fits fits well. And this is the cornerstone of our pension program in Canada. This is not a social program. This is a pension program. So it needs to be um, given the same care as if you had a company pension plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think you're right. It is interesting, though, in the in the common mistake, and and I think we did uh, we've done a number of shows with with actuaries about this, and the common mistake people make is is longevity, right? They yeah. underestimate how long they're going to be around. Correct. And, and so remember, when you're looking at your at your financial situation and you're making a decision of CPP. You're you're choosing to take it now, later, early, possibly. Um, those decisions will have an effect to some degree on your health bucket, on the amount of money you leave as a legacy for your beneficiaries or charities of your choice, 
on when you can take that money, how much money will you get, what are the tax implications? Like there's there are other issues that are, or concerns that you need to be aware of, and that's why I go back to the this is not a one size fit all, yep. but this is more of a, a a piece, and it makes it more complex. Like it, it was a lot easier, Dave. You and I are are far away from retirement. Uh, me more further because I'm way younger than you. <laughs> <laughs> but true, true. We don't have the concern today in our own personal lives about. Um, Will I have enough money when I retire? We have more concern about saving up for retirement. Right. Right. So that the focus is not on the complexity isn't that big. Just save a whole bunch of money and hopefully it grows at a certain rate so you can reach a certain goal. But once you're at retirement, the the complexity just exponentially grows. No, it, it really does because there's all there's multiple goals, they're often conflicting goals. And and that, that's the whole premise of the uh, you know, the four buckets that we talk about. Uh, now we do uh, have a seminar coming up that we should remind everybody about because the complexity is truly the issue, right? When you move from accumulating wealth to uh, decumulation or spending, living off of your, your assets, things do get infinitely more complicated and requires a different strategy. Correct. I'm going to discuss that on Tuesday, August 22nd, 7 p.m. at the Oak Ridge Co-op Wine, Spirits, and Beer. Now you need to reserve your seats. So give us a call, 966-8400, 966-8400, or go to our website to register at morethanmoneyradio.com. Stick around after the break. We're going to talk to Dr. George about Dr. Google and how Google could be getting into your healthcare here on Newstalk 770 and More Than Money. David Popovich and Faisal Carmelli are portfolio managers and investment advisors with CIBC Woodgundy in Calgary. The views of David Popovich and Faisal Carmelli do not necessarily reflect those of CIBC World Markets, Inc. Clients are advised to seek advice regarding their particular circumstances from their personal tax and legal advisors. If you are currently a CIBC Woodgundy client, please contact your investment advisor. CIBC Woodgundy is a division of CIBC World Markets, Inc., a subsidiary of CIBC and a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada.